your ears music showcasing under the radar music Yes, everybody, welcome back to the show. So tonight we are in that Port City of Liverpool for one of their finest bands. It's the mighty Heavy North and they're in the house. I've got Kenny and I've got Steve. How are you doing, boys? Yeah, what's happening, Lewis? You all right, mate? I'm good. How are you Hi, Lou, mate. Good to see you again. Good to speak to you. Good to speak to you. So you guys, you're back with a new single and it's uh, Where Are You Now? And we're going to spin it later, but firstly, I saw an amazing quote from a recent interview. I think I saw it on your Twitter page, and you guys are describing it as cream of the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's, you think it's good. It's got that like kind the of tagline in it. That is the tagline right there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we're massively influenced influenced by loads of different genres, and I think. Um, I've, well, I've been lucky enough. I got to see Cream when they performed in the Royal Albert Hall in, in, I think it was 2005. So, oh, really? You actually went yeah. to that? Yeah, it was such a surreal gig because um, Liverpool were playing Chelsea in the semi-final of the Champions League. So we had a mini telly. <laughs> we were watching Cream at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the same mini telly. It was 2005. It was massive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah, that was interesting because I think there was loads of Chelsea fans around us as well because we, we were in the queue going in and Liverpool scored the ghost goal. Oh, and, uh, yeah. All these, all these cockneys jumped up thinking Chelsea just scored. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not there. Oh, I've gone. <laughs> You're getting excited. You're recreating the celebrations, eh? One mention of Liverpool, mate, and there he goes. Let's <laughs> go. So that would have been around the time then, so... Chelsea and Liverpool, they played each other. That was like Jose, he's not your Jose, but uh, Meridio, his first reign as Chelsea manager. And you would have played each other at that point a couple of times in a couple oh, of months. Yeah. That'd be fiery, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it seemed like we played each other every every other week at that point. I think we played them in the Cup as well. We got people, I think, in the League Cup. Yeah, constant. Can't see your face, Ken. Still don't like them. There you go. We <laughs> do. <laughs> get something better to lean on. Give me a sip. Oh, yeah. Moisturizer. And he's looking at his iPad on a tip of moisturizer. Nice. <laughs> so, Electric Soul Machine, of course, was a massive success. And we know that album number two is in progress now. And of course, I want to I wanna just sort of know as much as possible, but I know that down at Heavy North HQ, you're keeping it all under wraps. So I'm not going to push you too much, but I want a couple of quick fire questions. And if I'm going too far, just say, Duckers, it's, uh, you need to shut up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, you don't have to reveal it, but have you got a working title for the album yet? There's been a couple of options being discussed, and um, and yeah, I think we've got something that we're working towards um, now, Lewis. So hopefully, I think in the, in the next couple of weeks we'll be uh, be revealing the album title um, at the very least, and hopefully some uh, some other bits to go with that as well. Oh, nice, exciting! So that leads me on. When can fans expect it, or is that going to be revealed in a couple of weeks? Um, I think all being well. Fans could expect uh, the the vinyl or the CD in their hands by probably 
if, you know, something would have gone wrong if you haven't got it by October, put it that way. Um, and that, that's just being realistic about some of the, the manufacturing stuff. And hopefully this year we won't have the same kind of issues that we had with the electric soul machine uh, in regards to things getting uh, getting pushed back and stuff. So, yeah, hopefully our fans and followers can expect uh, album number two by uh, by October, really. Nice one. And how many tunes have you laid down so far? I think we're, I think we're working on nine and ten at the minute, aren't we? Mm. Um, most of the other eights are pretty much boxed off. Um, we're just looking to get a couple of bits on them. Um, see what extra bits we want to add, whether we want to add any strings or brass or you know uh, other vocals and stuff like that. But we're all pretty much done. Nice. So it is. It really is then starting to culminate and take shape now then. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know what? <laughs> I keep saying this, but without blowing blowing our trumpet too much, it sounds really, really good, and I think it's I think it's going to blow electric soul machine out, out of the water. <laughs> so if you could, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you both on this one. So if you could both describe it in one sentence so far, from what we know so far. So Steve, I'm gonna ask you first, mate. Describe the new album in a sentence. Ooh. quick, snappy summary. A mixed bag, which sees the bands progressing to um, to a next level, but also a little thing to add on the end of there, a, a description of, of one of the tracks was referred to, um, I think, by Ken, or might have been one of us who said, um, we've got a track which is like the ante, as long as you're here with me, um, which was a, I thought was a good way to describe it, but I know that's not exactly the answer you're looking for, mate, but... No, mate, that's getting me excited, so <laughs> I'm sure the people listening are as well. So, Kenny, how about you, man? So, one little snappy sentence to sum up what you've done so far with it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking filthy, go on! <laughs> I love it. Well, in fact, Talking about fucking filthy, we're going to get stuck into the new single now. And by the way, massive congratulations because I've been looking on your socials recently. So it's been played on Radio X by Mr. John Kennedy. Uh, amazing radio in this country and stateside. And you've also had Brazilian airplay as well. So well done, guys. Oh, nice one, mate. I appreciate that, mate. Yeah, it's going well. And I want you just to tell me a little bit about coming up with a tune writing it and then it's over to you two to introduce it yeah well uh, Jose came up with the guitar for where are you now um, just sent it through on our, uh, our little whatsapp thread and went what do you think about this and we all started bouncing ideas off each other and um, the the chorus bit dun, 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 dun. I just started going round to my head where are you now Where? Are... so then that was like you had the subject matter kind of that's how I, I like to write I like to have the chorus um, sorted first, really, and then I can build the song around that. So um, it's basically about those crazy people that you meet throughout your life and just wondering what they're, what they're up to. Are they still alive? Are they still in the mess? <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what you mean with that because that thought goes through my mind all the time. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah, I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> Last time I've seen him, he was in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> so, is this specifically thinking about people that you know, people that are coming to your life, or are we talking about random people on a night out there oh, just like uh, Well, it's loads of people in my life. I'm I've, I've, but I know loads of crazy people who, who've been, you know, passed through. But uh, 
And, you know, you do find, you know, I'm sure everyone does it, you know, often wonder about these people, you know, how they're getting on, you know, are they still the same person? Have they changed much? Are the circumstances the same? You know, have they been crushed by life yet? Or <laughs> something like that. This is uh, Where Are You Now? Our latest single by The Heavy North. Enjoy it. I want to know, and uh, we've got Liverpool and Everton being represented in the heavy north. And I just want to, I want to choose a, a from the Premier League era, a fantasy front two. So strike force, you can have one from each club, but we're going to mix it up a little bit. So Steve, you've got to choose a Liverpool striker from the Premier era, and Kenny, you've got to find an Everton striker to partner him. So. I don't know who I'm going to ask first on this. I think I'm going to go to Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Put you on the spot. <laughs> no, this is hard because I can't really think of it, and, and without being without being nasty, there is, you know, there isn't really that many great Everton strikers. I think Antonio Ferguson was was is the hero. I think he only scored an handful of goals. Um, Lukaku is probably. I don't know. I'll probably say Lukaku because I can't really think of anyone else. 
Do you know something? I forgot about Lukaku when I was because I was thinking about it beforehand, and I probably would have gone Rooney. But you're no, going I was going to say, oh Rooney. yeah, actually, yeah, sorry, yeah. But then again, he was only he was he was shite when he went back. <laughs> <laughs> first time Rooney, then yeah. Oh, first time Rooney. First time Rooney. Oh, I go first time Rooney. Go ahead. I forgot about him. To be fair. <laughs> so who's partnering first time Rooney then, Steve? Obviously. He hates, he hates all of them so much. This is so hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, with that lot, and I know the kind of players that Ken's going to say, um, or Ken would say if he was asked the same question, but I reckon um, I reckon someone who uh, they're missing massively now is, uh, is Sadio Mane. Um, Sadio, I think, yeah. I think over a couple of years, he was kind of talked about alongside Salah a little bit. But I think I don't think a lot of the Liverpool fans knew how boss or how much they were going to miss him, really. Um, but I think for the years, for in, in recent years, he's been one of the best strikers objectively to watch, despite him wearing a red shirt. Like, no, I think uh, I could go with that. I probably would have, yeah, I probably would have gone Salah, Salah and Rooney. I think it's got a ring to it. But I know exactly what you mean because they are missing Mane. And mm. then when I was thinking about that question, it got me thinking about cult heroes as well at certain clubs. And I was thinking about one for Everton, and that was from the 90s. I had him in my Premier League sticker book. Uh, Daniel Amakachi, was he called? Oh, was yeah. Dan- yeah, Amakachi. Yeah, Absolutely what a striker he was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he pops up every now and again on like doing some punditry and stuff, every now and then, like for uh, some of the Everton games. But yeah, Amakachi, man, I had his name on the back of one of my shirts. Yes, with the NEC on the front. That was it, man, yeah. the one. (laughs) So you guys recently announced a full UK tour. You're going to be hitting Glasgow, Chester, Sheffield and London. And then you've also added some international dates. You're going back to the rock. (laughs) Alcatraz, but Gibraltar. And uh, I think there's a Spanish date in there as well. Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. So we're doing um, four headline shows at the end of May, and some of those are some of the biggest venues that we've kind of played outside of our own hometown, um, particularly the Water Rats. We're really, really looking forward to that one in London um, at the it's end of May. Iconic as well, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Friday night in, in in King's Cross is going to be it's going to be going off there. I think I've uh, got some great bands like Moonlight Parade uh, are the main support for, for for that show as well. We will be looking forward to seeing. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, a couple, couple of weeks after that, uh, the Maidates were flying back out to Gibraltar, um, and yeah, we got really we had a great time last time we were out there. Um, and whilst we're playing Gibraltar, which is on the 30, 30th of June, I think it is, or thirty first of June, um, the following day, which is the first of July, we're travelling across the border to Spain, um, playing our first European date in um, a place called Estepona um, on the south coast of Spain, basically the Costa del Sol. So uh, yeah, can't wait to get out there, mate. It's it's a good way to spend a couple of days away with the lads in a camp. Yeah, I've been I've been saying it's going to be our first gig in speedos. <laughs> <laughs> so so the heavy north on the costas and Kenny's in his speedos. <laughs> yes, yeah. get it books. <laughs> and to be fair we've got the added benefit Lewis of um, of having Jose um, with his, his uh, dual citizenship as well so he can do all his translating and get us to the best places before and after the gigs and, and all that he can be our uh, chaperone as well as our producer and, and, and guitar maestro <laughs> yeah. I bet he's made up he's going to be able to get you in the best bars <laughs> oh we like herding cats <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and of course, it all culminates when in December you guys head back into Liverpool and headline the Camp and Furnace. So yeah, it's going to be a massive show for us, that yeah, that is absolutely like, I mean, like you say, like what's the capacity there? Uh, I think it's about 1200. 1200, wow, yeah. So, yeah, um, it's, it's selling really well. So, anybody who's interested in going, I suggest uh, you get your tickets sooner rather than later because I don't want anyone disappointed. It's going to be a great show, similar to the Arts Club, but obviously, we're going to be um, playing the new album. Um, as well as doing some of the older tracks um, and we're going to be looking to have the orchestra with us and the brass section and the amazing female backing singers as well Rosalie and Molly yeah and that's just going to be so special like I've got a ticket already and guys like say listen to listen to Kenny hit up the band socials because you need to be there I think it's just going to be one of the moments so you're going to be playing the new album in full potentially or most yeah. of it and then some segments from electric soul machine as well and like you say with the added string brass it's going to be amazing yeah i mean and I, i'm just excited to, to to play that venue again because i think um i think you and colin um joined us at the um the lymph uh, the liverpool international music festival last year when we, we were playing them alongside some some boss bands there like uh, she drew the gun and red rum club and the zootons and and i think um, i remember speaking to the outside thinking oh, i'll be big because to do a show here one day and then, you know, flash forward 12 months, we're going to be headlining it ourselves. So, yeah, it's very exciting for that show, mate. And um, th- we've got a few more dates to announce as well over the summer uh, here and there. It's got a couple of festivals we can't really uh, reveal just yet and a few other dates across the UK and beyond. So, yeah, can't wait, mate. It's uh, shaping up to be quite good for us. Nice, exciting times. And, yeah, I remember, so we were at the Camping Furnace and we were just having a chat. You'd come off stage and I think you were saying to us that, like, your phone was just constant with people saying what a set go on lads can't believe it you smashed it and what a feeling now to be ahead because that, that by the way for anyone who's never been there that's an amazing venue you're in for a treat and for you guys to be going back there and headlining it she's going to be so special yeah absolutely buzzing about it to be honest cannot wait it's going to be great especially to see loads of familiar faces again as well um you know, what me and the lads found when we were on tour, it was great to see so many of the same faces coming coming back to, you know, coming back to gigs and catching up with everyone. You know, there's an awful lot of people that we're eternally grateful to on the Twitter community, like yourself. You know what I mean? Like all the In, in Your Ears crew, like, well, yeah, we just call them the Twitter gang. <laughs> so there's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely loads of people that we are so grateful to for... Um, you know, being into us and, and, and showing us, you know, the kindness and affection and really enjoying our music. It makes it all worthwhile. So so everyone who comes down, you know, we really appreciate it. Nice one. And we're going to link in now and we're going to have a very special segment because you guys have thankfully let us use this. And it was from the last time you headlined at the Arts Centre. And it's like, it's one of your... It's, it's one of the highlights of any set that you guys do. It's uh, to the wind I go, and this is live from the Arts Centre last year.
I always like to ask this question. Um, have you got any advice? Because in your ears, supports music at grassroots levels and people might be listening to this who want to pick up a guitar for the first time or have just started singing and want to get out there. Have you got any advice to anybody in that situation who's starting out now? So, Steve, I'm going to ask you first, mate. Um, yeah, I think just some bits of advice um, I can share with with anyone listening is um, is is being being as kind of transparent and and, and honest where you can um, with stuff. I mean, it's no real secret that I, I try and help them and manage a lot of the the, the heavy north's uh, social media stuff as well. Um, in which case, yeah, sorry to to, to uh, distract for a second, but one bit good bit of advice is switch on like two factor authentication on all your social media. Because we had um, we had our Instagram hacks early this year, which was you an did, absolute nightmare. Yeah. So um, so even if you just think no one's going to bother hacking our, our our accounts, it turns out they they do. Because um, yeah, we we were still having no luck with that. So for any um, any aspiring bands and musicians who use social media, definitely switch on or activate some sort of uh, two factor authentication. Um, but what I was going to say was about being um, being kind of honest and, and and appreciative with with fans and followers, and a bit like Ken said before about the online presence for us. I mean, I know way back when when we, when we first met yourself, Lewis, and and some some colleagues from in your ears, that was during the pandemic, and we relied on a lot of social yeah. media there as um, a big channel for the bands. But um, I think being honest, open, and, and transparent, and recognizing, um, you know, behind these accounts, they, are, they essentially are, are are people. And I think that was one of the take homes for me personally was, you know, engaging with a lot of those fans across the the Abbey North social media. Um, there's no point trying to hide behind a kind of a mystic screen to, you know, pretend you've got label or management or, you know, almost sensationalizing things um i like to think something with with the heavy north is where we're, we're relatively grounded and 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 you know we know what we can achieve and what we can't achieve and you know we're just very grateful for a lot of his help and support that we've had so far so yeah i know that was a bit of a rambling answer mate but no i'd agree just, with that mate well, i definitely and yeah hope that's helpful anyway yeah no and i think you know that's good advice for for anyone really in any walk of life but yeah definitely someone who you know, might be a little bit sort of one of a better phrase green to it all and, you know, starting out and thinking about these things and maybe even thinking about um, how to manage and how to go about the social media because, mm. of course, it is, you know, it's transparency is key and, of course, you know, it's a massive platform, isn't it? So I think it's, uh, it's wise words, Steve. How about you, Ken? Um, I think it's always important to play what you want to play don't uh, don't be playing. Don't aim, listen to what's on the radio and, and think, oh, that's popular. I think it's important for people to be conf- confident enough in what they like. And because the thing is, the last thing you want to be doing is doing something and not enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I absolutely love, love playing, and I, I'm really into the music we write. Um, so and I think that shows. I think it's important for people to always keep listening to music as well, keep expanding, you know what I mean? It's Even if you're really, if you're into a band, find out who the bands are into and just keep keep developing because the more the more you can listen, you know, the more different bands you listen to, you, you can pinch bits from all of them. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? It's important to just keep expanding and expanding your musical knowledge and just really branch out because there'd be stuff that you'd never you've never heard of and you'd be you know it could be your new favourite bands you know what I mean I didn't listen to Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac till I was about 
24 or something like that. And they're one of my favourite bands. I, I only thought he was the normal flea woman, like the standard Stevie Nicks flea woman. Yeah, you know, no, I, I did, you know, until, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's it's important to just keep 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 your ears open. So, yeah. And I spoke, like, I mean, you're right there in terms of, like, the amount of interviews I've seen over the years with artists and, like, they'd say, who's inspired them? And then you just sort of, like, you think, I'm gone. And, like, you, you crack on, you have a listen and delve in. And, um, yeah, it's uh, the the amount of uh, albums I've got in my collection from things like that, instances yeah, yeah. like that. Well, yeah, I mean, you only have to listen to someone like, you know, I know um, Oasis is massive on the on the, on the the platform, so, you know, you don't need to look at them, the Beatles, um, Sex Pistols, especially the early stuff. I prefer uh, the first two albums just because you can really hear the, the inspiration of the punk in there, you know, like there is a yeah. bit of a, a, a raw sound to it. So yeah, I think it's I think it's important to just delve a little bit deeper for people to really, you know, appreciate where the sounds coming from and and if they're they're musicians themselves, it'll hopefully inspire them to be a bit more creative as well. Absolutely, and I always try and get an understanding of how an artist's hometown shapes them a little bit as people and also like the band that they're in. And well, you guys, come on, so. Liverpool, it's one of the most iconic musical cities in the world. I mean, you've just mentioned the Beatles then, Kenny, but, you know, the list is endless. Um, and, like, now the scene is, like, just white hot. It's like, you know, it's it's, uh, it's something happening there again. And uh, I just want to know how being from such a special city shapes yourself and the band. Big question, Lewis. It's a big yeah, question. It is, man. It's a big question. It probably, requi- probably requires a big answer. That's why I'm looking it's at this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're, you're nudging to me, Ken? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just end up saying something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'll have a stab at it. And it, like, like you say, Lewis, mate, I mean, Liverpool's got the, the, the musical heritage going back to, you know, the, the swinging 60s and Mersey Beat scene. But I think there's also something to be said about the generational stuff within within Liverpool. Um, I mean, some of the bands when I was in the early to mid-teens, um, there was there was a, a whole different scene to what there is now. And going back to generations before me, you know, who were growing up around the kind of Eric's era of uh, around the 80s of Liverpool as well. Yeah, yeah. It depends what kind of scene and what kind of um, kind of, you know, bands are coming through at that particular time. And I think we're quite fortunate that, you know, we, we've been in, me and Ken and, and the other lads have been in, in different bands over the years. And, you know, we have seen venues come and go. We've seen uh, promoters um, coming and go in various you know, other musicians who we consider mates now who have played in other bands like, like us over the years. And I think there still seems to be that kind of connection in Liverpool. Um, same with a lot of other cities as well, where musicians are kind of looking out for each other at times. Um, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think that there's any kind of bitterness or rivalries between the bands that we've shared bills with and, 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 and played festivals and stuff with. It seems to be, you know, we haven't had anything really except good experiences working with other artists at our level. Um, and I think, yeah, as, as long as there's a vibe and scene there, and particularly in the face of of, of venues closing, you know, I mean, you mentioned the Arts Club before. That was a massive, massive show for us. We were one of the last shows in in the, the theatre um, room at that venue, the, the largest stage. 
And sadly, that venue closed within a month after our, our show. I know, I saw um, that. It was so sad to read that. And it, 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 it's, it's one thing that cities like Liverpool, and even look at something like what's happened to the, the night and day now in Manchester, yeah. you know, being thrown with the noise rebatement orders and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's happening not just in Liverpool, but other cities. And I think it's a testament to the, the kind of music scene within these cities that not only are they challenging these kind of closures, like we're seeing with the night and day, but it's about the the kind of scene bouncing back after those types of things as well. Um, so, I mean, even in my kind of recent years, we've, we've lost the Casimir, which is a massive venue in Liverpool City Centre. Um, and I had the pleasure of playing there a couple of times in previous bands, the Arse Club, like we just said then. There was venues like, the, even smaller venues like Mellow Mellow and the Magnet. And I believe it was in Park Street it? Studios. Which one was that, Ken? The Picky. Yeah, the Pickett and uh, another one. I mean, the, these are all venues who me, me, uh, me and Kenneth both both perform over the years. Which <laughs> the Lomax as well. Yeah, the Lomax. I mean, the the, the list can can go on. Like, I mean, the amount of venues which are uh, which which are, which have closed, and you've got to remember, some of these venues aren't just live venues. Some of them are actually rehearsal spaces for certain bands as well. There used to be like practice rooms alongside Mellow Mellow on Slater Street. Um, and you know, it's it, it's it's when those closures and those decisions which are out of the artist's hands can directly affect the the, the scene really. So, yeah, I think uh, I know I went off on a tangent a bit there, but hopefully, you know, that I think that it's a testament, like I say, to Liverpool scene um, that you can bounce back um, over a spread of different generations when venues are closing like that. Mellow, yeah, mellow. I, I never went there, but I did hear of it. And uh, no, I know exactly what you mean there. And right now in Liverpool, is something special happening again. Like, just look at the talent. Mm. Yeah, there's some amazing artists coming through, like the, um, the bands you play with us, Casino. Casino, yeah, yeah really yeah, good. Absolutely brilliant, yeah. But there's there's loads. But like a Northern Soul vibe going down, isn't there? Yeah, Big yeah. Time. Yeah, there's um, a Beat Old Blue. Um, Jen and the Degenerates there doing really well at the minute. Uh, Mexican dogs. dogs. Mexican dogs, Professor Yaffle, Mondo Professor, yeah. Sun Zoom. Sun Zoom, yeah. Sun Zoom. And then over the over Billy the water Louis. on the widow, Sundown is bearded them. Oh boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we really good band yeah, of Yeah, we're mates with them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's, there's, but there's loads. I probably miss loads. I wouldn't feel terrible. I, don't know. I know. It's <laughs> no advice to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, it, it's it's of oh, the merchants. Yeah, the merchants. There's the merchants going to headline Jimmy's very shortly, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just announced that before. Yeah, the merchants. Yeah. Columbia, the good lads as well. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. But that's it. I mean, the thing the thing is as well, like when you're saying about being from the good, everyone's like, there's, there's as you know, you can find ego in, in musicians but the, we haven't witnessed any of it <laughs> and we see everyone's being really polite humble happy to that everyone's just getting on and it's and it's great yeah, there's no you know although everyone's like competing there's no there's no sense of that you know what I mean in terms of you know arrogance or or pulling people down it's 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 a really nice scene to be part of and and it's and it's been like that the whole time we've been playing and it's it's great, you know. Everyone's really happy to help and really humble and just, just you know, good people. That's it. And we've got um, we're going to head over now because we've got an in your ears community question, and this has come from. So you both know her because Kenny, I'm sure you are like second cousins or some distant relation to. Uh, is it George Addison? 
one of the oh. Beatles. Thirteenth cousin once removed. Thirteenth <laughs> cousin once removed. Well, we've got a question from the Queen of Belfast. It's Miss Paula, and she's like probably the same thirteen. <laughs> 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 you can see it you can see it <laughs> and Paul was like come on then ask me the question <laughs> so um, it's come from Paula and she's like Paul McCartney's 19th cousin removed or something and <laughs> she wants to know if you could have any band cover a heavy north tune who would it be so go on Kenny I want to ask you first seeing as how you're both in the Beatles family somewhere yeah, down on. there Somewhere down the line. Um, I'd probably say the Black Keys. The Black Keys be... doing the heavy enough, yeah. And that works. I could uh, I could see a bit of that. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd work. Yeah, I'd be well yeah. up for that. <laughs> so uh, if you're watching... <laughs> <laughs> and we know they are. We know they yeah, are. Yeah. And how about you, Steve? Oh, that's an interesting one, really. I'd, I'd want to go that maybe something, something the other way. Like an artist to like... You know, do one of our, our our tunes in a different kind of style. I like it when a band does that. Um, I think mm. Dictator recently covered Miley Cyrus, and it was amazing. Yeah, it's a bit, you know a bit like the kind of what the Live Lounge used to be on Radio yeah. One. I don't even know if they still do that, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I think um, yeah, a bit, you know, maybe someone like maybe someone like Sylvie. Oh yes, yes. You know, oh yeah, um, great, yeah. Yeah, no, there was still be, will be listening. That could happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew she was. Um, yeah, I, I think she was. She was kind of. Um, I think she was cooking a breakfast. She was cooking like corn sausages or something, uh, like a yeah. year or two ago. And she was singing "No Good" on like a clip she put on Twitter. And that was yeah, before yeah, I, I actually met. Yeah. Um, it was before I we met uh, yeah. Jody herself. And and uh, I remember thinking, yeah, she she she's boss. And obviously, we were still mates with her. With Jody and yeah. follow a lot of the the stuff. Yeah, we were going to get her on stage, were we in Glasgow? But she had a bit of an uh, she she had a bit of an issue with the throat at the time. Mm. But yeah, we wanted to get her up on stage with us. That would have been brilliant. But you that know, because needs- we always we can in the future. That needs to happen as well. So I'm back in that. I want I want a duet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us something. Give me shelter and it's on. Yes, come on, <laughs> <laughs> Sylvie. If you're listening, we know that you are. Yeah, I've been trying to get the band to do give me shelter for ages, and now that I've said it on here, we'll pro- we're probably going to have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding it to you. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I've had a laugh as always, and it's great to hear some snippets about the new album. And obviously, the guys just got to stay tuned to the socials, uh, Steve. King of the socials. I know you will uh, be making any announcements in due course, but the new album is imminent. It's going to happen before the end of this year. We're all buzzing. We can't wait for it. And of course, you're, you're heading back out on the road as well over the summer with a special hometown show come December. And um, just thanks a lot for coming on, lads. And uh, best of luck with everything. Lewis, really appreciate it. Boss, to speak to you as always, man. Nice yeah, one. yeah, and thank you to you and all the team for the your support. Absolutely, boss. Thanks a lot. Nice one. Well, I'm going to hand the reins back over to you two because you are the heavy north and we're not done yet. I want you two to delve into your back catalogue and pick out a beautiful song to finish us off. So I knew oh, this, Ken. Go yeah, on, Kenny. Okay. It's all down to you, mate. All right, well, I'll tell you what, I'll pick, I'll pick the one that... Uh, 
proper kick kicked us off on Twitter with all with all you lovely lot. And I'm gonna say lying to yourself. Another party that you crashed, you're the last to leave the joint. 